Alright, and welcome back guys and girls to episode 7 of On The Hook by Dead By Daylight Podcast. As usual, we've got some guest speakers coming in discussing everything Dead By Daylight. Just to let you guys know as well, these podcasts are available on Spotify now. So if you wanted to download them, listen to them at a different time, then head over onto Spotify, search for Jay Arlo and Dead by Daylight podcast that should appear for you. Without further ado, guys, let's get into the podcast. All right, so welcome, guys, to episode seven of On The Hook. So... We'll do a quick introduction. We've got Beatoness, myself, uh, Skinny Quinny, Potato Legion, Tat, and we've got Neo who's joined us today. So Neo, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, hey, I'm Neo and basically a Legion player whose content is based around learning the game more and just trying to improve pretty much. <laughs> All right, so another content creator. To the mix all right so we'll get started guys we've got not much has happened in the dead by daylight community the last week so it was quite tough getting some um getting some topics to talk about however we have got some people who've sent questions in so i'll go through them and there is a couple of things we've already touched upon before we started recording so the first thing is guys what do you think when you hear some of the developers, in particular Almo, speak about stats, how do you think the game pans out when it comes to stats? Do you think it's a fair way to look at it? So quotes such as object being fine, certain nerfs required for killers or perks. What do you think, guys? Uh, well, me personally, when it comes to, you can get always get a lot of information from the stats, of course, but sometimes stuff to do with like object being a 40% escape rate is due to people tunneling them out of the game or something because usually with a survival friends or something object can really screw over a killer so it's one of those things where yes you can get from information from the stats but you really kind of gotta play the game more and see how it does actually affect the fun for both killers and survivors yeah, just to piggyback off of that, I 100% agree. I think the stats that they they like to really the problem with stats is you can make them like say and look whatever you want them to be, and they don't really like give us actual stats that I feel like are are more like beneficial to fixing the game. Like I'm sure they have stats on how fast like a certain amount of gens get done. They obviously have add-on stats, so like when. And then they just like backtrack on what they say. Like when he said Trapper wasn't add-on dependent, and then said that he also found that eighty percent of Trapper players use at least one bag add-on, but then said that doesn't make him add-on dependent. It just feels just silly. A bunch of backtracking and stuff. If it disagree, if it's like contradicts his opinion, he just kind of tries to find a stat that he can pull. And stats are not everything because if you get you know three kills because of a, an altruistic team in the end game that goes into the kill rate and then they're like oh this killer is overperforming and it's really just like bad altruism or no ed i think i agree with the guys it just seems like the devs like to use the stats as kind of an excuse to push the direction of the game in the way that they want i think it'd actually be better if they ask the community's opinions a bit more on certain things and in terms of objects of obsession i think everyone in this uh chat can probably agree that it's one of the most 
abused and overpowered perks in the game, especially for Survivor Friends. So, you know, they can't use stats as an excuse to keep it the way it is. It's one of those perks that needs a rework for sure. So instead of referring to stats so much, I think they should actually listen to the community a bit more and not use them as an excuse to bend the game the way they want. Yeah, you know, stats are helpful, but the issue is nothing is going to be as helpful as direct community feedback on how something feels to play. Sure, the outcome of a match is four kills, zero escapes, but that doesn't mean you had a fun time, that doesn't mean the killer's good. Like, uh, I think it was Beta Nurse who just said it's, you know, it could just be an altruistic team or something. But it's just, it does not indicate how something feels to use. So, yes, Legion, for example, is balanced in terms of kill rate and pick rate, but they don't feel particularly great to use, you know, the four second fatigue. So they, they should be using more community feedback rather than their statistics, especially for uh, balancing aspects of the game like perks and powers yeah of course skinny anything i mean yeah to? yeah i i agree that like they shouldn't rely purely on statistics for when they want to change things up or balance things and that they should listen to the community more i mean i've heard them say i think in the past that they don't go to the community because the community themselves don't know what they want you know it's so split up between people who play both roles or people who just play survivor or just killer but then they say that and yet they've also got the whole fog whisper program where they've got so many people with mass audiences which will all provide them with good opinions if they just went to them and went hey can you ask your audience like what they think of like object for example or is if trappers add on dependent and then the fog whisperers can feed back with that information and then the devs can filter it themselves whether they think the information is good or not. You know, they should use the fog whispers as a form of community feedback and, you know, not just rely on statistics. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, my own thoughts on this was the game's too reliant on RNG. I know someone's mentioned it a second ago about, you know, ultimately there's too many variables that affect these stats. Like you mentioned about the, the survivor friends, if they're too altruistic, then you're going to have a good game. If they're very efficient on gens, you're going to have a really bad game. So, yeah, I do think it's the stats don't really give out a true reflection. But on the other hand, it all depends how they do the stats. They've recently released stats, and it was interesting because they had, uh, I don't know if you've seen them, guys, the killer stats that they released. And it was, they'd split it. So they did have red ranks and all the other ranks. To give an indication of how many the kill rates of all the killers hence to talk about freddie being nerfed because uh, he was quite high with three average three kills even in red ranks so do you guys think the devs play their own game enough it's just i know without trying to bash them but do they know do they play enough to know what the community thinks i definitely think that they play the game enough at least there's a you know, the designers, the streams I watch, I see McLean, I see, you know, Ethan streaming the game, and they not, they might not be the best players, but they're actually playing the game. Um, and just to sort of elaborate, I don't think they should be amazing at the game. I don't think the game should be balanced around the top 1%, because then everything's going to be super miserable to play against. That being said, 
they have made decisions in the past that are highly questionable, I think is a good way of putting it. Uh, with Freddy, I don't think it's his power that is actually the reason why he has such a high kill rate. I'd say it's probably due to how easy it is to fall asleep and how difficult it is to wake up. Couple that with the slowdown add-ons and the perks you can use on Freddy that just make him insane. That's what I think is making Freddy in particular have a really high kill rate. So, yes, I think that they play their game enough, but I don't think they understand their game enough. I pretty much completely agree with Tat. I can go into the streams most most days and just see them playing the game. And yeah, I got to completely agree with him that there's been some very questionable scene, some very questionable things said that just based on stats and with the object of a session thing before we were mentioning that it's kind of obvious that it's a problem, but it seems they don't really understand well enough that it is a problem. I don't. Oh, sorry. Not only that, but like, just I don't. They didn't really go in depth with it. I feel like because like, yeah, these are red rank killers, but I don't think that every one of those games and kill rates were against all red rank teams. And there's obviously a big power discrepancy with how like hard it is to get to red ranks with survivor versus killer. Where killer, it's I think it's reasonable to say it's quite a bit harder. Pulling up the stats right here, and I mean, I don't think anyone would say that Trapper is a better killer than like um, Deathslinger, Huntress, um, Pyramid Head, and but he has higher kill rates, which just leads me to believe maybe people that are dying on hook first hook or whatever and suicide off first hook are getting included as well as people that might also not be um, appropriate ranks to be playing against that. I don't really know how in-depth the stats actually are. I just want to add as well, I mean, obviously statistics recently, and I'm sure um, everyone agrees with me here as well, because the last few weeks, the ranking has been terrible. And Beta just mentioned that it's probably easier to get um, Survivor red rank than it is Killer. For me personally, right now, as a solo queue Survivor, getting red rank Survivor has been really difficult. I haven't been able to get back to rank one because of how varied the ranking system is, and I'm always being paired with low rank survivors. So I'm normally dying on first hook, or you know, I'm just not being saved, or the killer's just having a really easy time. So I don't know how the stats reflect around that, that because currently in the game, uh, high rank killers are going against low rank survivors. So I think until they sort of fix their ranking system and we're all paired with the correct skill level of uh, survivor and killer then they can't really use the statistics because it's it's not fair to use statistics on a game where there's i don't know four red rank survivors against a rank 20 killer or vice versa so until they fix that problem they need to uh think about what they're doing yeah no i completely agree uh so solo survivor queue um is one of the topics today you'll be pleased to hear not that I'm bitter about it, but I think I'm probably going to have had the same experience that you had, Potatoes. So I quickly jotted it down today. I was like, right, we need to speak about solo queues. What is going on? However, back to the stats, guys. Is everybody anything more to write on that? Because I've just got one follow-up question in regards to it. But if you do have anything else to say, feel free to jump in. But we mentioned object. A few people have mentioned about it needing rework. So an interesting question is, what would you change about it? 
delete it. Delete it. Okay, nice and easy. Uh, I was going to say, just if the killer's looking at you, you basically have to look at each other to see each other's auras. I don't think the survivor should always see the killer all the time. If you're looking at each other, then you see the auras. It at least allows the killer to look away or have some sort of counter, but there's no counter for the killer. You just have to get close and they're probably going to sprint burst away to a safe loop or they're calling everything out to their team. So there needs to be something the killer can do to stop the aura reading a bit better. Also, with stealth killers, remove the whole it being highlighted if you're looking in that direction. If the killer's in stealth, yeah. you sh object should not be on full stop. There should be no it being highlighted. It should just be off. That's what else needs to be changed about object. I think the perk needs to be completely reworked. Uh, I don't feel any amount of nerfing will make the perk better for either side. I, I feel it's better to change object rather than benefiting the user to benefit your team if you bring it. So for example, you can make object of obsession sort of like that one key add-on where you see the aura of the obsession as the survivor. So you're not the obsession, but somebody else is. You see their aura. And then maybe when they're being chased, you get some sort of a benefit from that. Or you could do the opposite, where if you are being chased, all the survivors see your aura and you have some benefit that you're giving to the survivors. Uh, could be healing speed or something like that. That's just an idea. Yeah, sounds sounds good enough. As I say, I mean, the like I said, the problem is that object in the right hands with the right team is an issue so any other suggestions guys i uh i think just going off of the name of the perk i think it should only work for the obsession it shouldn't work if like two people bring it only the obsession gets to use it because it's not fair like if a full squad all brings it all four of them have like perfect info on you that it shouldn't be like that it should be that only the obsession gets it yeah that's fair enough i have i played a game where uh i just thought i'd mess around four of us went in there was a few people off the channel and we just all put object on just went round, and probably gave the killer a hard time i think he killed us all in the end but imagine loading up and seeing four objects that would have been pretty uh tasty for them right okay anything else guys to add uh me personally i i find it hard to actually say stuff for objects because being someone who generally uses the perk all the time, right? Like in every other game, I use object of a session, and I love what everyone's saying, but it's hard for me to come up with an opinion on something like that because I'm someone who can't really come up with an idea with it that sort of will keep objects object of a session similar, but not similar, but you know, not as powerful. So the best idea I see with keeping sort of object the same as how it is, is, you know, with the killer looking in the same direction, if you want to keep it the same way. But it's really difficult for me to say, because I really have no idea when it comes to on that matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like we said just before we went live. Um, my person, I mean, I, I don't know what I'd change with the pack, to be honest, because it's pretty much effects just does what it says doesn't it you know i like the idea that you only have one on the on the game um but it pretty much does what it says in the tin you know you can see the killers are they can see you when you're looking at the direction so it's quite hard to say yeah okay you delete it out or how you actually rework it like i said 
me personally, if I'm putting an object on, then I'm not a threat to the killer. You know, I'm probably an easy target. I've always found it hindered me because, you know, I might not be the strongest at Lubin. But I have seen players, especially in like when you look on Facebook community groups, you know, put object on and then post a video saying, ran this killer for five gens, ran this killer for, you know. So it is in the, in the right hands, it can be quite dangerous. So interesting, and it will be interesting to see if they do change anything. By the sounds of it, it's not something that's going to be on the horizon anyway, according to Elmo. Right, okay guys, so next topic I was going to bring up was about toxicity in the game. Is the community toxic, do you think? Is that a fair assessment, or do you not think it's true? Do you think it's just a case of it happens across a lot of community, you have a minority, or do you think dead by daylight attracts toxicity? Dude, if I'm going on the forums, I need a full hazmat suit. It's nasty out there. You can't, this this community is so toxic. Post game chat as well is, is disgusting. Yeah. Now in game is a completely different story. In game, you know, people teabag. I, ha I have a video coming up tomorrow, but people teabag, and then they immediately go down and then they disconnect. It in game toxicity to me doesn't really do anything because they're losing out. Like if somebody's, you know, vaulting the same window back and forth. And they're just wasting their own time. They're not doing a gen, so I don't care. Yeah, it's annoying, but they're not doing anything. If it's in, you know, a messaging service like Steam, that's annoying. That's actually toxic. Because now you're going out of your way to insult and attack someone. Or you're going into their live stream to shit on them. You know, it's just, it's disgusting. I wouldn't, I'd say like, in terms, if we had to compare this game to other games, like Call of Duty or... Funny enough, even Minecraft, you wouldn't. It's not as toxic as those games. I, honest, since I've started Twitch streaming, the only time I've really had people go out of their way and come into my stream and start being toxic is only when I play Legion. Funny enough, so it makes me want to play Legion even more. Um, I I get what Tat is saying with like the vault in the windows and stuff, and it's just annoying. But it's they're just being stupid, uh, wasting time. And the teabagging, but honestly, if, if you've played the game long enough, that's just sort of part of it. Like you, the characters can't do anything else; they they can only teabag or point to communicate with the killer, and it's sort of the fun of it in a way. And it's never going to go away. But I wouldn't say it's toxic to an extreme that it's like the killer should be really offended if someone teabags. I mean, it's just a little bit of fun. Like get over it. Um, I don't go on the forums ever, but I assume if you've got the time to go on the forums, you're probably going to be voicing your opinion very strongly. Uh, so I guess there are a lot of people who are toxic there. And in in-game chat, I don't really see a lot of toxicity ever, especially when I play Killer or Survive. I don't really see it that often. I guess I saw it a lot at the lower ranks when people are new to the game. But I'm guessing the people that have been on this game for a very long time and have managed to get to red ranks aren't as toxic. That's just from my personal experience. So I wouldn't say this game is insanely toxic in general, but it's got a few people in the community, definitely. What Potato doesn't know is I've secretly been playing under his alias because I have enough messages. <laughs> I've got enough messages for all of us, baby. And it's usually like not even like normal stuff, but, but that's just with being on console and not having an in-game chat. Like, it's not as bad as it used to be, but I am a part of like DVD Facebook groups, and those are just huge echo chambers of toxicity. So, um, 
in comparison for me to a game like Smite or any like MOBA type game, like it's really probably not as toxic, but man, I've seen some heinous um, stuff in like just DVD groups. Once you start getting into like the, the types of players, I guess from outside the game and stuff, like, like y'all said, it's usually not as bad in the game. Like the teabagging and stuff usually doesn't bother me too much. <clears throat> and it doesn't get to me, but I, I think it's pretty damn toxic. But that's just the console side and not having in-game chat and just people need to go out of their way to message you. And I don't know. It's a weird thing. I don't really know why people get so, like, I guess insecure about, like, a game that is kind of buggy and that we all put a bunch of hours into. It kind of makes me feel famous, I guess. But it's I think it's pretty – it's a little heavy on toxicity also. Oh, uh... Well, me personally, when it came to uh, toxicity in this game, like with what uh, Tat said, a lot of times when in in game they're being toxic, it's just more of an annoyance and stuff. But personally, when it comes to me, this game doesn't really feel as toxic as some of the other games I used to do, I used to play, because before Dead by Daylight, I used to play Overwatch and stuff every day, and... I've played League of Legends all the time. I used to play League of Legends a lot as well. And honestly, this community does, you know, does, is very much a to- very toxic community. But compared to a lot of other games that I've come from, it's fairly tame. And it's more of, it's more of a funny side over here that some of the reasons they are getting toxic for. And it's, it just seems more like a joke to me these days. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, that that was my initial thought. I mean, I don't know. I made a video about it the other day. I, I was just, and Josh, obviously, I mean, we're in the same Facebook group, so we probably see the same things. But I just played a game, and someone's telling me, you know, why are you playing him? It's boring. This game's boring. And he was just tilted because he got beat. But then I was like, all right, yeah, you get that. And then. I went in the group and then I seen someone in the group post and imagine you being a killer, uh, having ruin and undying. and, you know, how bad must you be? <clears throat> and I thought it did actually tilt me. It wasn't even about me. I never run them, that combo, but I was just like, dude, why are you like, why are you bothered about what someone else has got on? You know, concentrate on your own game. I've never looked at the game. Well, I tell a lie. I've looked at people's perks at the end and was like oh my god look at them they all had ds they all had but i don't message them and say anything to them because in my opinion we've touched upon that you know that that it's a they've paid for the game they can do whatever they want and it's even the same when it comes to killers tunneling and camping you know i had killers at tunnel uh it's not an enjoyable game for me but it's like you know what gg just move on to the next game so i am starting to see a little bit of entitlement and people especially from both sides telling one another what to do and i'm like just get on with the game you know just get on with it um in regards to other communities yeah i mean i used to play on call of duty that was quite toxic uh even a game like fifa you know you'd beat someone in a football game and they'd message you you know one guy wanted to meet up with me over the fact that I beat him in a game. So I think you're going to get that in all places, but I'm starting to see a bit of entitlement coming in from both sides, not just killers or survivors. And that's starting to become a bit annoying. 
Have you, have you guys had that yourselves where people are telling you you shouldn't use this or you should play this or you shouldn't have done this strategy or whatever? Oh, my latest video is about a guy who joins the stream telling me I shouldn't play Legion because he's like S tier killer and so overpowered. Yeah. Um, which I just couldn't stop laughing. I just found it was hilarious. You know, there's a, I think entitled survivor mains are kind of more terrifying than entitled killers because you've got to remember at the end of the day, like it's 4v1. So yeah. if you've got four entitled survivors in the endgame chat, that killer is going to get ridiculed by four people. And it's not a nice experience for them either. You know, they're just playing the game. And there's a lot of survivors that forget that without the killer, you'd just be running around doing generators. So stop complaining that the killer's chasing you. It doesn't matter what perks they're bringing. The whole point of killers bringing different perks and it being different every game is what makes the game enjoyable. There's always a different experience. It's never the same thing. So when I see entitled survivors in the in-game chat saying, you should be playing Legion, he's overpowered, I just, I just can't but laugh. And I just move on my next game and ignore them. Yeah. You know, it's, it just is what it is. But I don't know why Legion in particular gets the most hate. I'm pretty sure I've played Freddy a lot and I don't get any hate. But the second I put on Legion, oh my God, I get hate. So <laughs> I don't know what it is about Legion, but I'm curious to find out for sure. That's because people DC to avoid Friday mid-game so you don't see in-game chat. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, the other day, I think it was Friday, uh, just literally first game of the day, hopped on just a casual quick warm-up before I uh, started committing, just jumped on with a bit of Legion, and I got four people, all Quentin, all trying, like, clearly just messing about, trying to provoke a reaction. And I thought, right, fine, easy, I'll, I'll just kill all four of them because they're clearly not going to try. Got all four of them, and then in the end game chat, every single one of them attacked me for playing Legion. For I hit one of them with the Legion tech about halfway through, and they said, "Oh, nice bug abuse." They went to my Steam profile, attacked my profile for what I put in the bio. Went to my YouTube channel and attacked me for my sub count. They went to my girlfriend's Steam account and brought her up and attacked her, which is just messed up because she wasn't even involved at all. All because I beat the four of them when they were just messing around. And that that's insane to me that losing in a game triggered those four people to do that. Like, bo literally borderline harassment. Yeah, I've had the same experience. This Again, earlier on in, in my channel, um, I had one guy, he's bored. He must be bored of it now. I'll probably reignite it when he, if he listens to this. But And he found out my address. He tried to hack into my email. He said it was he was in his right to do that because Jarlo doesn't seem to be my real name. I was like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock, you know. Um, and he was just all over the top because he was just ridiculous because he lost in the game. Now, I mean, answer this truthfully, guys. Have you ever got triggered at this game? Because I know I'll answer for myself, yes, you know. Only as early as today. And the reason being was... I played against a Huntress, it was Ruin, Undying, um, Tinkerer, and I think Surveillance, and it was just, it was a tough game, but I was more angry at the two survivors who were left in the game with me, because they just crouched in bushes for the whole game, and I mean, that, I put that in the chat, not in a toxic way, the killer was like, oh, that's what you get for hiding, I was like, oh, the two, the two players were like bush ninjas, you know, and they both laughed about it, we, you know, I did, there was no... There was no toxicity meant by it. It was just said as, you know, in jest. And I did find it quite funny in the end because the killer was searching for about 15 minutes through the game after I died, looking for these two people who just crept. But it's like, how, you know, so I got tilted 
but I didn't become toxic about it. And I'm sure we've all had that situation where we've become tilted ourselves. So am I safe to say that's true? Or Oh, yeah. I think for me personally, I, I never get tilted at killer anymore because I'm just so used to everything I go against. And it's just, you've seen it a thousand times. It's not going to irritate you anymore. But Survivor recently, oh my God. It's just, as you said, the bush hiders and the urban evaders. And I know they're low rank and I know the ranking is bugged, but... I'm kind of more mad at the game for setting me up with them. And it can be frustrating you doing your part as Survivor and then your teammates let you down because the game is so heavy, dependent on your team. You can't solo and carry it. And no matter how hard you try, you really can't. You need your team to pull their weight. So I think that's actually a good thing. I think a little bit of frustration is fine because if you weren't getting frustrated at a game, you've just sort of lost your passion in that game. Yeah. I mean, if I played every Survivor game and it was just fun and never frustrating at all i feel like i'd lose interest very quickly i mean if every game was like i had the best team ever and we always bullied the killer then yeah i'd probably get very bored very quickly but the fact that it is a frustrating challenge is a good thing so when you say do i get tilted sometimes definitely <laughs> mm -hmm. and i think everyone in the community does especially if you still play the game so yeah for sure i was um I was going to read y'all my favorite message that i got from a survivor don't worry it's not vulgar yeah yeah but <laughs> It was, um, so I forget, this was back in um, August of last year, and I remember this because I, I was really confused. It was a dude, I played against this team, and I killed him, I don't even know who I was playing, but he sent me a message and said, hey, I was wondering, is being killer any challenge anymore? Besides the rare full of team communicating, just between you and me, has it become just boring being killer? I'm curious because over the last year, the game has been super catered to the killer, and I know the first year consoles had it, the game was perfect. There's when some survivors could escape sometimes. I just have to know. Do you think it's too easy being a killer? And um, I just sent him my Twitch link because I was streaming at the time, and I was like, I'll go. I'll, I was like, I'll discuss it with you. But his he just didn't. He tried to. His discussion was killer OP survivor need help the whole time, and like he just wasn't acknowledging any counterpoints. But I thought that was the craziest thing to sit out and type on console because obviously we don't have keyboard. So like he typed this this long thing about. Basically, just to discredit everything, and I, I found that more offensive than any of the hate mail. At least the hate mail's in the moment. This dude had time to think and write a thesis, and that was just it was crazy to me. <laughs> it, is, it is interesting, and yeah, we we do we get messages like that sometimes. But it's I, I I'll be honest with you, I found I, I used to play on Xbox first, and I think the toxicity. I'm not gonna push it on one certain console, you know. Uh, console or PC, but I've certainly found that the toxicity on Xbox was more intense than what it is on PC. Um, I don't know if it's because the end chat's there, you're not really going out your way, you're just typing away, whereas with Xbox, like you said, uh, you know, you've having to sit there, you're having to type out, it's taking you a while, and it's just you're getting more and more triggered as you're going along. But I'm not a psychologist, so that's just a guess. <laughs> Okay, we'll move on then. So I'll bring this question before the one I was going to ask. So it was about solo queues, guys. What are your experiences so far? Now, obviously, myself and Potato, it sounds like we're having a bit of a rough time. But what is the solution, guys? I know, Potato, you've mentioned there about the ranking system. That's certainly going to go somewhere and help them. But I'm finding when I'm playing, it's not... Like when I mentioned about the Bush Ninjas, you know, they were rank seven. So I wouldn't say they were exactly 
new people to the game, it just seems to be that sometimes, and I know not everyone's going to be perfect at the game, and like you said, it's going to be boring if that's the case, but it just seems to be a lack of game sense, let's say, sometimes. How do you solve that? Is that is that an issue, first and foremost, or how do you solve that, guys? It's something that I see as a very, very confusing thing for me because a lot of the time, yeah, you can have those bush ninjas and stuff and stuff throughout the games and yeah it can be fairly frustrating having a team that just hides the entire time or crouches around the side of the map which can be you know very painful as someone who tries to do the generate or can get chased for three to four minutes and like nothing happens but it's also i want to know what's going on with inside the game right now for you know killers or killers or survivors who have so many hours being matched with someone who's like completely new to the game in red ranks it's more i'm more curious about how this is happening and what's going on for this to happen and it's just more frustrating to, to see it happen and me to actually be more upset of it is more just confusion yeah, so we think it's like a matchmaking issue. Uh, it can't. That's the thing I'm worried about because, like, we of course like soon we're gonna have the MMR back into the game as well. And last time they tried to put an MMR in, it completely destroyed the game with balance between like players, between getting mixed of good and bad players. So it's honestly just a very scary thing when it comes to this game when it a lot of it when it comes to matchmaking because for example when i good when i see like new survivors and they're doing goofy stuff it's can be frustrating as a survivor but it also can be kind of funny just to watch them <laughs> yeah and see what they're doing so it's more of me wondering how how the sol like playing solo queue and stuff, I can get into a game like this with people who are completely brand new. Yeah, I mean, just before I push a question on the other guys, I am pretty worried about MMR now you've mentioned it because I said it before and I, I don't think it's going to work just going off track record. I'd like to think it's going to work, but I'm very... Um, skeptical about the fact that everyone's going down to rank 20 that I think that's the way that it's going to be hidden so you before when they brought in MMR we could see we were like hang on we were just playing with a rank 20 you know is the game telling me that rank 20 is the same skill as me or is that rank 20 you know whatever however they decide to do it but I think with them resetting the rank reset and I'm not a massive conspiracy theorist but i think that is to mask that issue that before we could still see what sort of ranks we were getting it sort of tell off the gameplay but if we are all going to be ranked 20 then will we be able to tell you know because normally now if you see you're ranked 20 it's a case of that guy's new or they haven't played for a very long time things like that what do you guys think i think the main cause of this whole ranking issue is lobby times so if you're queuing for survivor now you can be waiting from anywhere from five to 20 minutes it's absolutely crazy um i don't think there's enough high rank 
players playing the game right now. Because whenever I queue up for solo, as I said, it takes ages. And then I'm paired with rank 10 and below. And when I play killer, you know, I find a lobby instantly. And it's it's either a team of red ranks or it's either a team of low ranks. It's sort of no in between. Yeah. So I think the problem is lobby times. And I'm actually really scared about them resetting the rank system back to 20. As you said, like you won't be able to tell who's who based on rank anymore. There's no real sense of accomplishment anymore because you can be rank one, but you could still be playing like a rank 20 because rank doesn't mean skill anymore. You have this secret hidden MMR rank that you're never going to see. So you don't know how well you're doing. And I don't know if someone on the top MMR tier is still going to be paired with someone on the low MMR tier if there's no high MMR tiers queuing at that time because obviously the game needs to pair you with someone and if there's no one your level they're going to pair you with anyone. So I don't see how that's going to make any difference when we've already got a system in place that is already failing us. Like, I know there are really boosted red ranks, but I'm not even being paired with red ranks right now. At least if I was, I'd probably more likely find someone who has the same skill level as me. But the game is just shoving you with everyone. And I just think that's because of the lobby times right now. So I don't see how MMR is going to fix this in any way. Just uh, jumping on the back of what Potato said there, I think the problem with the queue times largely also comes down to the fact that there's very few people playing Killer specifically because there's you need to have a, like a you know the Force Fires and the Killer for the match to actually work. But if there's so few people playing Killer and the only ones that are are either bottom of the like barrel, brand new to the game, don't know anything, or top top high ranks who put up with the game because they've put enough hours into it they thought well I'm here now I'll stay but there's very few killer players so even when you do find a full survivor lobby you could still be sat there for a, a while waiting for a killer to drop in but then you switch over to play killer and you get games instantly because there's so many empty lobbies waiting for just that one player yeah. to land in and then it just goes that's it my really my only experience that I find really weird which also makes me feel like MMR is going to be bad is um, sometimes I turn crossplay off when I play killer, um, depending on certain situations, whether it's just like late at night and I know it's going to be connecting me much lot to like longer distances, which seems to be the kind of case. But I've noticed every time that I turn, like when I play with crossplay on, I get like the worst ranking in the sense of I get like maybe one red rank. But when I turn it off and I get matches faster and I get people that are like full red rank. And I don't really know what that's about, but I'm pretty sure that's not what's supposed to happen. So, is that as killer? Sorry, or as survivor? Yeah, 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 yeah. As, as killer. killer, I'm getting yeah. when when crossplay is off. I get literally not only faster load times at night, but also I get full red rank teams and not like 13s and stuff that I just absolutely destroy. And that's kind of nice because I don't really like just snowballing a team to death. I guess. Yeah. No, that's that's fair enough. Uh, I mean, jumping on the back of that, um, um. Currently, I think rank four is a killer, as a survivor, sorry. And I can't remember. I think the highest I've had was five, which doesn't sound which doesn't sound too bad, you know, rank four against a rank five killer. But that's only been maybe a handful of times in the last couple of weeks. Before, everyone else has been 11s, 12s, 13s. I think it was only a couple of times when you've had your real baby killers you know you've had somebody who's like rank 18 or 19 but yeah it's definitely interesting because it's not working at the minute hopefully uh, that's coming in on the is it coming in on the second 
when the P when the new cha mid chapter falls in the new MMR system? Does anybody know? Um, I think so, but I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure. I think it's coming in on the second. Then we'll all be reset to rank twenty the thirteenth of February. And then, as I say, that's that's my worry is that we won't be able to see what sort of levels we're up against because it's going to be masked by that reset. And I still stand by, I did say this in the podcast a few weeks ago, is that I do think it's going to mean the people who move, it's basically going to turn into how many hours you put in, in my opinion, rather than skill. Because I don't think I'll be able to get from rank 20 to rank one unless i really really grind a lot of hours in but my usual time of playing now i don't think i'll be able to reach red ranks in the in the time scale of a month so but we'll wait and see as i say if it comes out in a second we will see what happens all right so we got a question in guys from hey who put a comment in and he was wondering if you guys could give your opinion on the difference between playing console and PC. Now, I know we touched upon something along them same lines in one of the podcasts previously, but this was specifically, have you guys played console or have you guys played PC? And what sort of difference have you found? Well, well, I'm just going to take the lead as an owner of the day one Xbox One release seven years ago. Get a PC. That's about it. Yep. <laughs> the, the frames are bad. Um, every as the graphics get better, my console gets worse, and I don't know. It's it's that's another reason I turn crossplay off sometimes. Is I I legitimately believe the hit validation is tied into like just all the updates, the frame drops, and the just whatever the um, SSD or whatever it is on the console that's like just abysmally worse than just in PC, which is generally everything in my opinion. Just obviously I believe pc is a thousand percent superior but as far as like when in, when the connections and stuff are good and i'm playing against a pc player it doesn't feel as bad but i will say them i feel like the or like the most like issues i get is when cross play is on just having such an old console i'm gonna be completely honest with you when it came to playing on the switch i found playing on the switch an absolute nightmare for me i hated everything about it and i honestly prefer to play dvd mobile really? <laughs> over playing it on the switch yeah i just oh, really no. didn't like it that much that's switch interesting because that's is really bad and some of the, the models of like generators for example look kind of funny right that's interesting to say you'd rather play on mobile because i tried mobile i downloaded it the first day it came out and uninstalled it that same night after about three games i was like i haven't got the patience for this but <laughs> anybody else what do you think anybody who's switched over or when a while ago where uh, my laptop uh like just melted and broke so i i had i was limited to just console for a while and i thought right well i can't go without dbd because i don't know when my laptop's going to come back so i'll pick it up on there and i'll just play it on there and see what it's like and it was so different it it was honestly sickening like the the fps being limited was terrible the sensitivity with using the sticks makes it really really difficult to move the killer aim around and get those especially if a survivor 360s you if they start 360 you and you're on console good luck i guess 
you'll probably hit them about one in ten times. It's it's pretty much it's not the same game. It's horrible. Yeah, on console, if someone tries to three six you when you're playing killer, they actually sometimes disappear, and sometimes your game just lags more when they do attempt to three sixty you. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I'd I'd uh, went from console to PC. To be perfectly honest. Didn't notice much difference, but I am still using the controller. I probably use keyboard and mouse, not that often. Um, but I didn't notice much of a difference until I went back to play on console just to give it a try out. So over Christmas, I didn't take my PC back home, went back home for Christmas, tried it on console, and I was like, ah, there is quite a startling difference just in the look, just in the feel, the sensitivity. There was a lot of differences that i found anywhere potato have you just played uh, pc all the way through yeah i've started day one since pc and i have played mobile funny enough when i was on holiday and i actually really enjoyed it um i thought it was fine to play as survivor and killer so i haven't played console personally but i've gone against a lot of console players obviously and you do get those teams that are really well good so i'm sure if they weren't limited to fps problems and the controller and they all jumped on PC, they'd all be really good players and probably quite scary. So, yeah, but me personally, I've never played console. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And yeah, that's, it's interesting you said that. I've said that all along. I've always said that I haven't found a difference in the skill levels of people. Um, so I'm never going to say, oh, well, a console player is not as good as a PC player, but I've, I've never found that at all. I've actually come up against some really good players on console, beta, you're you're a really good player on it, obviously, and you're still playing on console. So, thank you. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. You've you've done a few reviews for my videos. Tell me where I'm going wrong. So, so yeah. So I I don't think it's anything to do with skill level, but it's interesting to see that everyone's different opinions on it. Did you want to say something to you before we moved on? Uh, oh, I was gonna say something. Uh, a lot of the times when it comes to like we were mentioning before of how some console players are generally very very scarily good at the game and a lot of times i do feel if they did have a game that actually ran well and actually could run as good as pc they would be they could be a lot of them could if not be better than a lot of pc players that at the level that it is now because it's kind of crazy to see how good some of these players are. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I've come across some really good players on console. And obviously now we've got the cross-play anyway, so you'll see them on there. Right. Okay, guys. Um, this is probably going to be the last question. Now, there was a bit of um, anger in the community, let's say, especially with more of the veteran players. And it's a shame we haven't got Captain Salty here, because I know he's, you know been here since beta for dead by daylight so i'm sure he would have had a lot of nice things to say um legacy cosmetics have you heard about the rumors going around about it no i have heard no rumors you've heard nothing i haven't right? heard anything i have yeah. not heard anything at all i've seen like twitter posts and stuff yeah like, yeah so there was some sort of rumor that legacy cosmetics were going to be available to buy after you reach certain devotion levels that was being touted around uh what do you guys think about that firstly if any that... of you guys have got legacy at all by any chance no, no i don't all right 
I sorry, I was going to continue. I thought that was really that's quite a scummy thing to do. I think the legacy thing is for the original players that have stuck around till this sort of time, and it should be a reward for them because they had to grind extremely hard to get them back then. Uh, I know that the blood web used to be like twice the size for every level, and it was yeah. such a grind. Whereas now, getting blood points is actually far easier than it's always been. So I don't think that's fair on them, in my opinion, and they shouldn't change it. If they want to do a skin, then just make a new one that we can earn. Don't take away something that they had in the past. Yeah, I agree with Potato on this. Uh, Legacy should not come back ever. It stays in the past for the people who earned it. Uh, If they were to bring it back, it would be a huge slap in the face to the, uh, the veteran players who actually put the time in. And as somebody who doesn't have Legacy, I don't even think it looks that good. Like, like there's there's better cosmetics out there than than being a glowing Cheeto. So I don't really think Legacy should come back at all. It stays where it is. Yeah. When it comes to my side and like looking at Legacy, is I'm someone who wish they could have been back there to play Legacy. And being someone who does have Legacy, because I started when Freddy got put into the game. I wish I was back then to be able to play the game, and I wish I could have got Legacy. Like, I really want Legacy. I'm someone who enjoys collecting skins, who enjoys collecting uh, charms and stuff. And But even though with all the stuff of wanting to collect all those stuff, I agree that it shouldn't be brought back and it should just be left for the people who were playing back then yeah i mean with like i said it's just it was a few things touted around on twitter there was nothing official mentioned but it was like it was starting to gather a bit of steam i was starting to see quite a bit of posts about it um so not saying it's gonna happen but what would you thought be then about so when i thought about it I, i mean i pretty much agree with what you guys said um Legacy skins, leave them, you know, like you said, the, that was the original players, they worked hard to get them, put in the hours of being quite loyal to the game. But what do you think about certain rewards for devotion levels? So, because I think it would be good if you could unlock certain skins for devotion levels, whether or not, so I mean, for instance, I'm not really bothered about skins. I don't really play and think, oh, I've got to have this skin. I'll buy them now and again, but it's not a be-all and end-all for me. Obviously, for you, Neo, it's something that you enjoy doing, uh, as you've mentioned there. So what would your thoughts be about, say, for instance, they said, right, okay, once you get to Devotion 3 or 4, which is a lot of hours, by the way, you know, you, uh, I haven't figured it out, but it's definitely going to be a lot of hours in the game, you would then have access to buy something in the shop or gain it for free if they wanted to do it, some sort of loyalty scheme. What would you thoughts be on that, guys? I wanted to touch on the legacy thing real quick. Yeah, um, yeah. I like so personally, I don't really, I don't really care either way if they made it available. But I do like some of the ideas that get touted around. Like um, I just read one where they were like that a good middle ground would be to do like a recolor of the legacies, so it would be like a lighter yellow, and you could tell like a, a good discerning difference. And then the other thing that I like that I feel like might keep players also invested is say if they found a way, this would be really impossible, but they found a way to maybe incorporate a DVD legacy mode where you can switch over your blood web to like the old thing and you just have to grind like 3000 hours or something for one outfit. And I feel like that's an okay middle ground for like if they wanted to do something for console players that didn't have access to it. 
But I like those ideas, but I don't really care either way if they about the cosmetic. If they did that to, if they added skins for a devotion level, I already have a bit of an addiction on this game. I do not need an even more reason to keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> I do not need another reason. Yeah, well that's it, but that's that's what it's all about from their point of view, you know. Will that yeah. help? Will it help in regards to getting the players playing more, which in turn will probably solve most of the things we've talked about tonight in regards to solo queues, things like that, if people are putting more hours in. Is it an incentive that it could incorporate that will make people think, ah, because I know, I, I don't know about you guys, but for instance, there was times last week when I didn't really want to play the game, not because of hatred or I was sick or anything like that, I just, I'd finish work, sometimes, I, as I say, I don't really play the game a lot in regards to the hours I put in, but last week, I played it probably a lot more, and that was because of the blood web, uh, the blood point bonus, I'll say that again, blood point bonuses, a bit of a tongue twister that right so you know i did put in more hours last week because i wanted to grind away and get more points so would something like having devotion rewards such as skins and that help out i don't know what do you guys think there is a certain type of people who have a terrible addiction for this type of stuff me being one of them yes it would help a lot but honestly i'd prefer them to have some type of daily login bonus or something <laughs> to be honest because I don't need to put in another 3,000 hours for Neo, this. I think it's very brave of you. This has been like a meeting, you know, standing at the front and like, my name's Neo and I'm addicted to cosmetics. It's beautiful. <laughs> About to go an AA meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Anybody else? Hello, my name is Neo. <laughs> I, uh, I would really like them to add some sort of, like, cosmetic for, for going up in devotion levels. Because to me, I think Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, but as far as I'm aware, the player level is something only you see. Like, you, you, no one else can see that. They can't, like, go to you and, and see it, as far as I'm aware. So, seeing this little green number go up and, like, reset you back to the bottom level is just something you look at and go, oh, cool, I'm now at, like, another start, you know? It's, it's not... There's nothing to it. So, I'd like if they did add some cosmetics for getting through devotion levels, because... Uh, to me, it just isn't a relevant number that you look at and be like, "Hey, it's there, cool." And I, I uh, I'm like Neo. I, I like cosmetics because I don't. There's not a single character I play in this game that doesn't have some form of unique look to them because I like it. Ma I think it makes me stand out. Someone sees that and they're like, "Oh, it's this dude again." Not just, "Oh, look, it's a generic, yeah. generic trapper or a generic Myers." You know, I like these skins. It, it makes you stand out. I sort of realize something even worse when it comes to cosmetics. I'm someone who collects cosmetics and I play Quinton. Oh, what the hell's wrong with me? <laughs> I don't rework. even get to use them. Quinton's rework needs doing. <laughs> Potato on tap, did you guys answer the question? Sorry, I've lost a bit of track of where I was. Um, I'm I'm happy for cosmetics being introduced for whatever reason. Um, I don't really... I think what Quinny said about it sort of um, showing a reflection in game, so you're a certain level and you can mm. show it off with a skin. You know, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. Um not for that. I was just about, I was just trying to log into DBD now to see if I could flex my devotion level, and I was actually curious to see what everyone else's is in the chat as well. If you guys have access or know what it is on the top of your head, I'd be curious to find out. I'm devotion one. Mine's nice and easy. I've only had the P. I only moved over to PC in the summer last in 2020, so 
it's just coming up now, showing you, you all you guys are logging into Dead by Daylight at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, just seeing everyone logging yeah. in right now. <laughs> yeah, mine uh, is Devotion 8, level 29. Wow, wow. Yeah, I know mine's pretty high. It's double digits, I think. I'll tell you in a second. Uh, no, don't be higher than mine, please. Off, off my memory, I'm, I believe I'm Devotion 2... 55 because like i used to play well i just play overwatch competitively before i moved to the my day like so. 55 <laughs> my days that is i know devotion. i know off the top of my head that my devotion is six but i don't know the player level mine seven player level 20 i think all right my devotion level is 14 damn it <laughs> Wanna know life? Get him out of here. No! <laughs> I know I'm actually the worst, dude. But on the topic of like uh rewarded cosmetics for devotion levels, I'm gonna be honest, uh I probably wouldn't use any of them, considering that if it's not better or more interesting than cosmetics that I already am using, then I won't equip it. So if I don't personally enjoy it, it doesn't seem like a reward to me. I'd rather take shards or yeah. something else. For devotion level instead of uh instead of outfits that way i can do whatever i want with it right yeah that's fair enough that's fair enough i'd probably be the same i'm not really uh like i said already i'm not really that bothered about cosmetics but but yeah no thanks for that guys right okay so that is going to be the end but i couldn't leave without addressing the elephant in the room guys so besides me and beta nurse Everyone is playing Legion here. There's all these Legion avatars. Whoa, 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 whoa. I love playing Legion. Oh, I like playing Legion, but we haven't got them as uh, our our profile picture. So, that right now. What is there a Legion uprising, guys? Should we all be switching? Yes. 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 I don't. I don't know what it is, but Legion content just is so much more popular than anything else in this community, and. I don't get it. I what? I don't get it at all. Like the only thing I like about Legion, there's two things. I like the visual aesthetic of the character, and I like the fact that it can vault pallets. That's literally it. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing that makes like shooters popular. Legion's like one of the fastest paced killers. I feel like when you're like watching people play that, and I just feel like Legion has playstyle is actually just surprisingly more fun now that there's not like too much like focus on like infinite mending and crazy stuff and you know it's not i don't know i like i like different play styles you can run like full chase build legion and do good you can run like slow down legion and still do good i think he has one of the most like varieties of builds even though he's not like a crazy strong killer i guess but i actually enjoy playing legion quite a bit yeah i mean we sorry no, we no, said, I, just... I, I was literally just gonna say we are legion we are many but we have yeah. a few <laughs> Yeah, it's quite intimidating. So I will make sure that all my killer games going forward are Legion. I, I mean, to touch on that, guys, I did think, I was thinking about the other day, I mean, obviously you guys all create content as well, and it's always going through your mind, what do people want to see? You know, we spoke about it last week about, you know, numbers, things going up and down, the YouTube algorithm, which is just like a mystery you know, so it does always cross, certainly my mind, I'm always sitting there going, right, what do people want to watch? And I'm finding that it's 
for me personally as well, when I am watching other people, I am watching games like Legion. I am watching, and this is not to put it down on you guys, because I do like Legion, but it's a bit more challenging. It's interesting to see how they do. Um, like I said, I'll watch Fungus, for example. You know, I haven't watched a game of his where he plays as Freddy. I haven't even bothered clicking on it because I'm like, well, yeah, you know, we can most of us can probably do that with Freddy. But then he'll say, showing you a game, Legion game, how he played. And I'm like, I'm going to watch that because it's interesting to see how that that approach actually goes. Not because I'm saying Legion's weak, but it probably maybe takes a little bit more work, a little bit more tactics, a little bit more strategy to understand how to, to beat the top teams with. So... Um, I don't know, is that a backhanded compliment? I do like Legion, guys. I am going to play more. <laughs> so, Yeah, but... you need to get off ready ASAP. Yeah, well, I have. I've started playing Hag now, but again, I think Hag might fall in that Gross. same... Gross. Yeah, fall in that same category Gross. of, you know, it's Hag. Yeah, you, you should win with Hag. So, mm. I don't know. So, yeah, I will. This week, I will just play Legion every time I load up a killer game. And see how may I also do. suggest? May I also suggest Blight because there's a criminal amount of like there's criminally less. Ugh, there is not enough people who play Blight. It's a criminally small amount, and we need more of us out there. Right. Oh, boy, I put so many games into Blight on console, and even with the frame rates, he's still so fun and satisfying to play. I did something about smashing my head against the wall describes my life perfectly right now. You have my fear and my respect for playing him on console. I have that same fear. <laughs> well, tell you what we'll do, guys. If if you if you if you're up for it, uh, and I'll I'll be disappointed if I don't see it. But if all of you guys put at least one blight video up this week, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm only kidding. No. It's up, it, no, I'm only kidding. It's up to you I've guys. Got I mean, it's, all, it's all I ever put up. <laughs> it's no, up to you I mean, guys. I'll put up yeah. a blight video. I know. I'm not gonna. You know. I am a viewer of yours, and I just I want to see you all play Blight. <laughs> <laughs> one game, uh, one game. <laughs> Jay, Jay, what we need to do? We need me and you just need to like play like twenty Legion games this week and compare our results, and then just see if we get approval from the other Legion mains. Yeah, that's what we need to do. All right, yeah, we'll do that. So make sure you <laughs> screenshot the end games, or video them, record them, do a highlight. However you want to do it, but yeah, we'll do that, and I'll see if we can get you get your guys you guys approval for next week to be like. This is gonna be bad for me. I've only it. ever, I've only <laughs> ever played Blight twice. <laughs> I've only <laughs> ever played him twice. So yeah. I'm allow me, allow me to quickly <laughs> plug. Allow me to quickly plug the fact that I may or may not be uploading a Blight guide as of tonight or tomorrow. Oh, interesting. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll have to watch that guide. Yeah, I'll definitely have to watch that guide if I'm gonna play him. So. So yeah, if you are wanting to learn how to play Blight, then if you head over to Squinny Quinny's channel, which you, all your channels will be in the description anyway, guys. So so yeah, anything else, guys? Anything else you want to talk about before we call it a day? So when mentioning before, you mentioned before about watching content and stuff. Yeah. It's also, when it comes to me and watching, uh, watching a you know, just watching DVD content or watching killers. It's more the fact that I'm more impressed impressed when watching a good Legion player or a good, say, Huntress player or something. Yeah. I'm more impressed by watching that than I am seeing a, say, good Freddy or a good nurse because I just kind of expect these days 
for yeah. people just to get 4Ks of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I, I'm the same as well. I mean, it's, it's funny because we spoke about toxicity, but, you know, you can guarantee as soon as somebody puts a video up, potato, I, I watched, you know, the video you put up the other day about the salt, where salt you got, you know, as soon as that goes into a, um, into a title, I'm like, I'm drawn to it. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know what you guys, but I'm like, oh, this happened. Let, let's go see what happened. What sort of salt we got. But yeah, People I agree with you. For salt. People magnetize to salt yeah. and gossip drama. Definitely. It's what attracts everyone. Same here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, so challenges on anywhere, guys. If you uh, decide to put a blight game up, or I'll definitely do the uh, Josh. We'll definitely do the uh, twenty Legion games and see see how we do it. Yes. Yeah. All right. Right. Okay, guys. Thank you very much again for coming on. Uh, been a pleasure as always and we'll catch you all hopefully catch you all next week all right and a big thank you again to everyone who took part in the podcast again this week guys if you do have any questions you'd like us to ask feel free to pop them in a comment or come in my discord server and ask a question there and if you did enjoy the video please consider giving it a like and if you haven't already done so and you do enjoy my content please consider pressing that subscribe button click the notification bell and it will alert you when i release any more new videos all right thanks guys